welcome back to the new arch it's, it's a special episode for us because we're recording it on easter sunday of course you'll be listening it to it about a month later but <laughs> we're all very excited anyway aren't we big holiday for the rabbits but a big holiday for our original inspiration for the new arc. Oh, big guy. Yes. Yep. God himself, yep. Jesus, Holy Ghost, yep. one or all of the above. Yep. So, Noah. I mean, effectively his birthday, I would argue. Can we say that? Mm, not sure. Maybe. Not sure. Contested yeah. point. There you go. <laughs> I mean, church doesn't have enough to argue about as it is, so we have to give them something more, don't we? <laughs> I think so. I think so. But but we're talking about bears today, which aren't very Eastery. But uh, I mean, they're, they're definitely feature in the Bible. They this is one of the favourite stories I came across. Do you want me to tell you the, yes. the way? bears feature in the bible okay Mm -hmm. this is the story of elijah Mm -hmm. and elijah's a very nice man he's a wise man so he walks around spreading his wisdoms uh very saintly character he's also bald so three things you have to know about him and one day he's walking along a path by some forests and a group of local kids quite a few of them uh, gather around and start mobbing him basically uh, insulting him saying yo baldy and <laughs> hey egghead and i don't know whatever they said two thousand years ago to insult people <laughs> and you know what elijah did he, he prayed to the big guy to god and God sent two bears out of the woods, which tore the 42 kids limb from limb and ate them on the spot. The end. Wow. So bears, that is like a divine message that we should take bears to Earth 2.0. Yeah, it's, it's a divine message that bears are evil cretins <laughs> and children murderers. But it was sent by God to protect his bald um, prophet. So... I mean, it's the, it's, it's God the children, also uses it's the, it's the, it's the giant floods. That are evil. So you're saying the giant floods the good guy and all the animals that it drowns are bad? No, because God gets the animals off the onto the ark via Noah. Only so, two of them. <laughs> hey, I when, mean, you make, come on. when you make an omelette, you're going to crack eggs. Ah, okay. Well, uh, I mean, indisputably, bears are murderous, so that, that, that seems a natural point to start. Famously, polar bears are amongst uh, a very select group of animals which actually deliberately hunt humans. So sharks don't, spiders don't, snakes don't, you name it, basically doesn't hunt humans with any purpose or intention. Polar bears do. So they kill a good number of people. Famously in, in, I think it's Churchill in Canada, everyone has to leave their doors unlocked 
in case one of their something like 900 polar bears uh, walks out and starts running at you. You have to have somewhere quick to hide. I mean, do you know how the original Goldilocks ended? You, you can probably guess. What do you mean the original <laughs> Goldilocks? Have there been many versions? <laughs> Well, I mean, that, that's the thing with fairy tales. They're old stories. So the original Goldilocks isn't as old as most. Most of them are thousands of years old. But Goldilocks has been around and recorded uh, since about 1800. And the original Goldilocks basically has the, the bears mauling Goldilocks when they wake up. Actually, there's two versions from around the same time. In one, the, the bears mauled Goldilocks. In the other, they chase her out the window and she falls and breaks her neck. So, I mean, choose your ending. What, what happens but, in the final version, the polished version? In, in the Disney version, they, they don't eat Goldilocks. I'm fairly sure. Yeah. In the modern PC version, there are no bear attacks because children just can't take it. Mm. They, they couldn't go to sleep at night. Bears are that nightmarish. What's the polar bear? I don't know if it's a myth or a fact, but it's one of my favorite animal facts, which is that the polar bear covers its nose with its paw. Is that right? To camouflage? Because it's the only bit that's black. Have you heard this? I haven't heard that. No. So I, I, I think it was Ricky Gervais that said it. Um, I may be wrong, but um, I thought it was brilliant. So polar bears, as they hunt seals and things of that nature, they cover their nose with their paw. Walk with three legs? I, I I don't know, but they they do that. Brilliant, so good. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a load of codswallop, but as facts go, quite entertaining codswallop. So, <laughs> but but if they had that level of awareness, that would be fantastic. Yeah, I mean, the thing with polar bears is, of course, that they live around all these Inuit people, lots of different tribes who've lived around them for thousands of years. So they've got a lot of folklore, myths around them. So, like, you might have heard that lots of people believe polar bears are left-handed, all of them. So this is Inuit folklore. They believe all polar bears left-handed. It's past generally recited as a fact nowadays. So uh, things like that. Also, the I'm going to say the Sami people, uh, basically one of the tribes up there, have this uh, similar to English people and Macbeth. So you're not allowed to say Macbeth. You have to say the Scottish play. Same with the Sami people and polar bears. You're not allowed to call them polar bears because they're very sensitive. They're quite touchy creatures. And obviously you don't want to get on the wrong sides because they're murderous fiends. So you're not allowed to call them polar bears. They call them old man in a fur coat. That's what you have to call them. So it's so a useful mm. life lesson. This is how to survive tea with a polar bear. <laughs> okay, so polar bears basically are allowed aboard the ark as long as they cover their nose. 
I mean, a brave statement. <laughs> so, so you're basically paraphrasing my argument that bears are murderous cretins. Ergo, they deserve a place upon the ark. That your ch- chain of logic? No, because they are really important. So I've got some bare facts. Um, where have they gone? Uh, They're probably camouflaged like polar bears covering their noses. <laughs> yeah. Um, there we go. Um, so if well, both the grizzly bear and the polar bear. So if the po- grizzly bear, if we didn't bring them on board, um, it would mess up the food chain. The salmon population would grow until they started dying from starvation. Berries would start to grow wild all over the forest. And if polar bears were not brought on board, the population of walruses, seals, whales, reindeer, rodents, and birds would increase and get out of control. Um, And since seals create breathing holes, in about 100 to 200 years, this will break up the ice and split the Arctic Circle. I mean, do we care? We do. do. None of those those animals are coming to Earth 2.0, as far as we know so far. And definitely with my best efforts, they will not be coming. Tell that outright. In terms of the Earth we're leaving behind, I mean, the, the Arctic ice circle is already going to split up and disappear way before 200 years time. So seals making tiny breathing holes. <laughs> Overall, grand scope of things, is this our biggest issue? No, it's not. So, mm. I mean, it's, it's, it's all about pros and cons. And is it worth bringing an evil villain murderer aboard a small enclosed space into space for many years, travelling to a foreign planet and then letting it roam free amongst humans like you and I? Or would we rather leave it behind? This is my question for you, Saf. I I think we shouldn't overthink the voyage in and of itself. The voyage is only part of the equation. Perhaps, you know, one to five percent. The key consideration is once we get to Earth 2.0, because that is where the future of humanity, the future of civilization belongs on Earth 2.0. The, 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 the journey is only the bridge. And so, you know, even us being aboard the Ark, it's not going to be optimally comfortable. It's just, you know, it's just what we do. It's a means to an end. And bears, uh, a quote that you may be familiar with, what's good for the bears is good for wilderness. Ever heard of that? No. They're a keystone species, right? Uh, We've talked about this before. They have a positive effect on the ecosystem where they thrive. They regulate healthy populations of the animals they prey on, such as elk and moose. We've talked about these guys as well in the past. And keep forests healthy by dispersing seeds and berries through their feces. We've talked about this too. 
And as wilderness ambassadors, bears in particular are a barometer for the health of forests and ecosystems. So if bear populations are thriving, it's more than likely their natural surroundings are too. And this is the kind of ambassador that we need on Earth 2.0. What's good for the I bear, mean, good for wilderness. I mean, you're making a great case, Saf, as to how awful it's going to be on Earth 2.0 when we bring the bears there. Because all you're saying is they're brilliant natural predators, apex predators in their ecosystem. They take all of these species, these, these caribou, these seals, and they bring them under check by hunting them down and killing them. Given that we have none of those species on Earth 2.0, yeah. we've got yeah. elephants and dolphins, neither of which I think bears have any hope of bringing down. I mean, Whoa. bear versus elephant... I we, can tell you which one's going to win. Bear always... versus dolphin, no competition. So who are they going to be hunting? They're going to be hunting the humans. This is how, this is the circle of life, Saf. Circle of life. We're only just scratching the surface of the animals that are coming aboard the ark. <laughs> the bear will have plenty of animals to hunt um, as the episodes progress over time. Good. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear it. Do you want me to tell you more how murderous bears are? <laughs> well, I, I, can, I can take a tangent. So, you know, over many previous episodes, I have told you of all the war crimes of animals. And bears are no exception. So, like the bats and the pigeons, bears took a side in World War Two. They fought. There was this famous one called Wojtek, which means he who enjoys war, was recruited into the Polish army, fought, uh, carried shells to the front line. It's mostly what he did. And I mean, he was taught to salute. So proper, proper soldier got right into it, killing thousands of people, Germans, other people, Italians, Russians, probably. So, I mean, can you forgive them for that? I don't know. So he's a war hero. He beat, war, the, he, no. he beat the baddies, the Germans, the Italians. I mean, history is written by the victors, but he still killed thousands of people. It doesn't matter which or, side he fought on. Churchill is as much a, a war villain as Hitler is. Well, not really, because Hitler... Oh, of course he is. No, no, nobody names their kids Hitler, but I'm sure plenty would have and would name their kid Churchill or Winston. I'm going to look this up. Number of babies named Hitler. Yeah, versus Churchill or Adolf versus Winston. There it's were just... 142 births. Of children later named Hitler between 1922 and 2015. That's quite a few. That's more than one a uh, year. And, and I reckon the bulk of that was between 1922 and 1945. In Germany, <laughs> you think? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the height of his popularity. I, th I think post 1950, 2015, <laughs> I doubt there were many. And I doubt there were many in Germany because they're trying to distance themselves 
uh, from from Hitler. Whereas Churchill, he's still very much, you know, he's the Churchill dog for the insurance ad. He's still very much um, utilized in, um, you know, modern branding, marketing. There's a beetle named after Hitler. Random fact, which I didn't think I was going to use. What I'm beetle? sure I've read about this. There's, it's a beetle with sort of funny antennas, which look a bit like oh, a moustache, and they named it after Hitler. As in, as in the rock band Beatles. And I was like, I know oh, there's Ringo. The rock band. And, are they not rock? They're not rock, the Beatles. They're, they're pop. Hmm, I suppose. What genre of music do the Beatles play? <laughs> Thanks, Google. Can we credit Google as a co-host for this podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What genre? I know, apparently they do count as rock. Yeah. Although they merge sounds like blues, garage and psychedelic. There you go. There you go. One point saf. <laughs> but there is a beetle named Hitler. And All I right. don't know of any animals named after Churchill. So... Hitler well, definitely a, is winning there. There's a Churchill dog. That doesn't count. It's not it a species. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a, it's lower a, down the rankings than a species. Having a breed of dog. There are lots of breeds of dog. It, it means more to have an animal named after you. <laughs> Even if it's a beetle. Yeah, uh, beetles are great. I'd, I'd, I'd so have a beetle named after me. Well, what do you have named after you, Saf? A lion. A cat, yeah, like uh, something from the cat family. I mean, you're limiting your options there somewhat. <laughs> we have to discover a new species of big cat. But we don't have mean, to be big. Just a new species small cat? of cat. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. There you go. Really, really small cat, which until now has escaped notice. Nobody has seen it. It's, it hid by putting a paw on its nose. It was perfectly camouflaged with its surroundings. It's going to be named Catus Saphus. Well, there you go. There you go. But the, the point stands bears are indisputably war criminals villains maniacs so uh, i mean they are perfectly designed to be hunting humans you know they don't show up a night vision so uh, if you've watched any of the latest jurassic park movies this is the classic how the dinosaur sneaks up and murders all the people it is cloaks itself from IR, doesn't show up on their scanners, probably tears out its tracking chip, and then it walks up behind the people and eats them all. This is polar bears, textbook Jurassic Park, combined with textbook alien, when we're trapped with them for several years on a tiny spaceship going to Earth 2.0. I mean, grizzly bear jaw strength is incredible. They can cross a bowling ball in their jaws. Whoa. I mean, it's, it's pretty hard to beat that. They, they can smell humans about 40 miles away. So they're, they're, they're pretty nasty pieces of work. So you, you've demonstrated today that they are, bears are war heroes and that 
um, they have contributed to the Allied victory in World War Two, defeating Hitler. You don't know uh, how many Germans listen to our podcast. Yeah, but <laughs> even Germans are anti-Hitler at the moment. Um, Not of them pro-Polish. Yes, but let me let me build the case for um, the bear and its traditional family values. Ooh. Bears care deeply about their family members. They will risk their lives and even fight to the death in order to save a cub or sibling from danger. Bears grieve deeply for others. Um, cubs are known to be to cry when separated from their mothers. This can go on for weeks if their mothers are killed by hunters. So bears are, you know, this is them demonstrating humanity. You know, they are much like us. And we cannot leave them behind to perish on Earth 1.0. Um, we need to bring them with us. They are our... Oh, mate, what's the word? Like, uh, not brethren, but there's a word that's like brethren, but used in war and soldier speak. Comrades. Comrades. Brother from another mother. There we go. Bears are our comrades. And we need to bring Comrades. them aboard the <laughs> Well, I mean, yes and no. So, <laughs> yes, bears look quite cute in families. No, they don't make great families. They have ridiculously high rates of infanticide. So, I mean, we've studied this a lot, especially amongst polar bears. Basically, the males kill and eat a lot of the, the young polar bears. So uh, as for ideal family dynamics, setting a, a, a paragon of moral virtue, I, I, I'm just not sure bears really cut it. I read a great fact. So you know that teddy bears kill more people than grizzly bears do. I mean, they systematically hunt down and eliminate children. This is what we're saying about bears. So teddy bears, teddy bears are specifically evolved to entrap, in, in ensnare, lure in children and then kill them more than these grizzly bears with jaws strong enough to crack and crush bowling balls. I mean, just think about that for a minute. <laughs> or maybe don't. Maybe, maybe just gloss over it for a minute. Toy Story. I'm sure there's a teddy bear villain in Toy Story. Three? I'm going to say three. They're that big, scary, pink teddy bear. I haven't watched Toy Story 3. Neither have but, I. But, but are you familiar with the, the good bears? Baloo the bear from Jungle Book. He's a goodie. Winnie the Pooh, he is Pooh Bear, is as wise as they come, mate. So yeah, we, well, we'll bring, lots we'll, so. We'll bring lots Baloo so the bear, from Toy Story. Bear. I told you he was a villain, I've just looked it up. Lots so. Pink Bear from Toy Story. And Paddington. Paddington's a villain. No, he's not. Paddington's brilliant. 
Alan, I'm sure he beats lots of people ex- up. No, he doesn't. We're going to make an exception. We're bringing Paddington, Baloo, and Pooh. Do you know what Paddington's real name is, Saf? I also found this out quite recently. No, what's your real name? It's really disappointing. His okay. name is Edward Bear. What? <laughs> was he found in Peru or something? No, actually, originally he was found in darkest Africa. Until the writer worked out you don't get any bears in Africa. So he did right. quite a, a fast backtrack on that front. And he called it but, darkest but, yes. So spreading misinformation is bears. Mm-hmm. Sowing chaos and confusion throughout the universe. You know, the famous one is brown bears and black bears. Have you heard this one? Go on. So some brown bears are black. Quite a few black bears are brown. <laughs> and if you come across either, basically, you really have to know how to get away from it. Because black bears are scavengers. But brown bears, the best way to get away from them is to play dead. So you lie on the ground, go, Very still, roll your eyes back into your head. Don't do anything. Like T-Rexes. Play dead. Okay? But if you do that, and it's actually a black bear, it will just eat you. Because black bears are scavengers. <laughs> if you see a black bear, try getting away from it, climb into a tree, much, much better, you're safe. But you have to get it right, you see. So this is the danger, danger of the scenario. I mean, bears just out there to get you, Saf. What can I say? Hmm. Right, let me um, bring this conversation around to our favourite weekly segment. What is a group of bears called... So, I believe there were a few versions, but my favourite is a sloth of bears. Mm, that's the only one you I came across. Oh, very good. Mm. That, that's one I wrote down. Sloth mm. of bears. And I've got to say, sloth, one of the seven deadly sins. So, already, blank mark in the Jesus book. Given that we're basing our arc on his, we have to somewhat play by his rules. It's so. not his. Noah. Noah was there way before Jesus. It's do not steal his thunder. Everything is God, Saf. This is how religion works. God was the inventor of everything from <laughs> toothpaste to toothbrushes and everything in between. Between toothpaste and toothbrushes, God made it, including arcs. So, uh, I and, mean, and he bears. gave Noah. <laughs> well, maybe. But everyone has an off day. Uh, he, he gave Noah the inspiration for the ark. So, uh, I, I think we do have to play by his rule book, and sloth is a deadly sin. Sloth bears, actually, on that note, you know, sloth bears maul about one person in India every week. And it's not a good way to go. Got to say, sloth bears, you know, uh, they're they're smaller than most bears. They're black. They they ramble along on all fours. Got famously very long claws. 
<laughs> they're not very slow. What? Common not misconception. Are very slow. They're, they're not that they. slow. No. They're, and they're very, very nasty, basically, because they're quite aggressive and quite short-sighted, which is always a bad combination in animals. Because then if you walk up to it, get on its bad side, it lashes out with these huge, like wolverine claws. Uh, because sloth bears uh, claw into anthills uh, is how they design termites. So they've got these huge claws. And what they do is they claw off your face. This is a defense mechanism. So they'll lash out, claw off your face with both their teeth and their claws. So they're going all at it. And I mean... If you survive, you're missing an eye, a nose, you've got a big sort of joker scar sort of thing going on. And most people don't because they're vicious, evil, far more feared in India than something like a tiger or a snake. So and you're suggesting we bring these on board a spaceship. Mm, not quite, not, not your best quite, idea. They're quite cute, sloth bears. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've, I've watched them on like the like the late night shows where people bring them out and they give you a cuddle and not vicious at all. I don't know what you're on about. And they're very <laughs> sleepy and very docile and very slow. That's what they're famous for. I think I think what you mean is teddy bears, Saf. That they are very docile, very peaceful, except for when they murder children. More than grizzly bears, got no, to say. No, sloth bears. There's a who's the? Do you know the? This is like a went this went viral. There's a. Can figure out the name of the girl. There's like a famous like actress. That's on the Ellen Show. Have you ever watched a clip of that? Ellen oh, Show. I don't know what clip you mean, no. So... Are you going to tell me Chris, someone cuddled a sloth bear? Kristen Bell. Do you know Kristen Bell? Kristen Bell, I don't. What was she in? She's been in loads of shows, but she's obsessed with like? sloths. I can't remember, mate. Um, but she's in loads of like, TV shows and films. Uh, but you need to check it out later. She loves slots, and she's obsessed with them. And she's on the Ellen show, and Ellen surprises her with a sloth. And it is super ador adorable, and it's not at all, like, um, not at all dangerous. So you, well, there you, you, you go. need to check it out. Yeah, I have looked her up. I do know who she is. Yeah, got to say she's also vegetarian, vegan. But anyway, very deep green, Peter supporter. So I'm probably not the least biased person to judge animals. <laughs> and thirdly, what you're talking about are sloths and not sloth bears. So it bears zero relevance. Oh! to right. our conversation. <laughs> well, I've, I've been talking about slots the whole time. I mean, well, we, we, did you just forget what animal we were talking about? Well, I didn't. I thought maybe slots fell under the umbrella of the bear. What the hell is a sloth bear, <laughs> dude? Google it for me. This, this is sloth where bear. we... I gave you the whole description, Saf. 
A sloth bear is just like a black bear. It's, it's not just like a black bear, it's a sloth bear, Saf. But you could have easily been describing a sloth. I, I do I do realise that with hindsight, yes. <laughs> Although sloths, to be fair, don't attack anthills. So that, that could have differentiated it. Yeah, but I don't Most know. Most other things would probably apply to both. Yeah, but they, for all I know, sloths could attack anthills. Well, there you go. <laughs> There go. And here we have the sequel to Seth not knowing what armadillos are. The sloth versus the sloth bear. Well, 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 how can we recover from that? Yeah, I don't know. That was uh, quite the, uh, uh, quite the lost in translation. I can talk to you more about how lazy bears are, talking about sloth. Mm -hmm. Not sloths. I'm going to be very clear about that from now on. Mm -hmm. So obviously bears hibernate for it's up to about seven and a half months mm -hmm. each year. Which I've got to say is a, a brilliant way to waste a tremendous portion of your life. It's also fantastic I mean, when you've got a long voyage ahead of you. Ah, but you told us that the voyage is a small component of the overall picture between 1% and 5% it of is. the total equation. It is, but it's still a bonus to have a hibernating animal on board the Ark. We don't have to worry about feeding them, cleaning their poo. Just bonus. It's the cherry on top. Oh, I think I actually think it's a bit unnecessary because doesn't everyone go into those like deep sleep chambers for deep space flight? You all get sort of cryogenically frozen and then wake up when you're about to arrive. Well, if that's the case, then we have no issues with no animals. So, you know, bear that in mind in the <laughs> I future. I probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anytime you have concerns about the arc and you know smells or whatever just all things eating other things just remember that they will all be cryogenically frozen for the duration of the trip and will only be woken up and only be woken up upon landing on earth 2.0 good to know yeah, good good to know ah but cryogenic freezing probably doesn't work on polar bears because they live in freezing cold places Ha, you didn't think of that. Beaten sure, by my science. I'm sure it'll work. We just we just turn it up a notch. Yeah, up a notch. <laughs> hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I got a question well, for you. What go on. what country has a bear as a national animal? And I say Russia. No. Russia, yeah, bear, bear's a big thing with Russia, Putin, it is a big, it all is that a big jazz. Thing. It is a big thing, but it's you not You probably wouldn't national... have said it, though. So, it's not the national animal. Help your cause to align bears with Russia. Yes. So I take it you've got a, a somewhat nicer country in mind. So it'll be something sort you, of... Ukraine. Ukraine. I was, I was going to say... Uh, <laughs> East European? Yeah, Ukraine. 
I'm still going to say Russia. <laughs> no, <laughs> What's like, the national like, anthem of Russia it's, then? Tell it's me. Actually fin- it's actually Finland. The brown bear is Finland's national animal. Finland. I didn't know they had any bears in Finland. I was going to go for something more like sort of Czech Republic. Mm. They've got lots of bears around there. I'm trying to work out what the national anthem of Russia, uh, national anthem. animal of Russia is. I, I did t- I type in anthem. <laughs> I've got confused. National animal of Russia. I was wondering why I got all these results for this national anthem. <laughs> we could have got a music podcast. Yeah, there you go. The European brown bear, also known as the Russian bear, <laughs> is the national animal of Russia. <laughs> oh, who would have thought? So, I think that just backfired for you, Seth. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Russia and its bears are absolutely fine. They're good. Putin mm. is the baddie, but Russia is under duress. So, really, we should be looking out for them, the poor Russian people and their bears. Being dragged into being dragged into a war against their will, and now everybody's sanctioned them, and they can't watch Netflix or have Starbucks. It's not on. So you think that the bears are the secret victims of Putin's Russia? We don't care about Ukraine. The the bears bears are once being oppressed. Not just the bears, like everybody, the people as well. Hmm. Well, talking, talking of, of that, bears were honoured in the cult, in often honoured in cultures of many early civilizations. They were seen as a symbol of power, strength, and love. You know, Earth two point is going to be built on power, strength, and love. And for example, the Vikings and the Celts have many legends about the strength protectiveness and prowess of bears so we should learn a thing or two from our ancestors and um honor the bear on earth 2.0 why do you need power and strength that feels like somewhat of a tautology i mean if i were a superhero and i was told you don't have one power you have two powers you have power and strength i would feel a bit miffed overall it's not just slightly over egging the point power and strength well you would over egg it if you had the jaw strength to crush a bowling ball wouldn't you <laughs> well <laughs> oh, fair point. Fair point. And, oh, and, it, and it is balanced with love. So it's the ultimate. Well, no, it's combo. overbalanced. I, I think they're compensating for murderous rage. I, I think strength or power or both is actually a euphemism for murderous rage. And the, the bear had to sign off on it. They had to get approval, uh, had to go through their agent. So it was mellowed down a bit before it passed into prehistoric culture. But I, I mean, strength and power. 
love's just an afterthought there, isn't it? And protectiveness. And protectiveness. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be my new superpower. Protectiveness. <laughs> Hello, I'm protective man. Ooh, I protect can, you. Can, can be a pretty oh, good no. superhero. Protects everybody. Protects the world. I was wondering what all the other superheroes did. I thought <laughs> they just beat people up. Wreck New York a lot. Every few years. <laughs> Hmm. Well, I have a few final short <laughs> fire facts for you. Okay. If you care to brace yourselves. So, firstly, did you know that Russian bears, amongst others, get high by sniffing aviation fuel? Definite bad thing to have aboard a spacecraft. They're going to be sniffing all the fuel, getting high on it. They're going to be across the arc. You don't have to worry about it. I stuff off. <laughs> We've already established cryogenic freezing does not work on polar bears or yeah, Russian you're bears. You just need to crank it up. Crank up the freezing. Crank up the freezing. But there, there's only so much freezingness you can get, Saf. So once you've frozen, you, I mean, you can't get ice cubes below zero or oh, far below you, well, zero once you've got the polar bear into an ice cube it ain't moving trust me it's frozen until we get to the end place <laughs> oh i like this so your cryogenic freezing is just going to be making <laughs> all the animals into giant ice lollies <laughs> brilliant brilliant <laughs> oh, okay i have a few more facts for you <laughs> Did you know that polar bears are all Irish? And Irish people clearly can't be trusted. So, I mean, got to say. Now, the backstory there is polar bears basically evolved from brown bears. Uh, about, it's debated anywhere between 10,000 and 150,000 years ago in an island. So they're all Irish, they're all bastards, and I'm not sure there's much uh, I have to say. Oh, except for the fact they can swim 60 miles, so they really don't need a spacecraft to escape a giant flood, but <sighs> that's somewhere of a mute point, given that we've already got dolphins on board, so. Well, you've just alienated Irish folks, Russians, and historically already alienated many, many um, other Ancient groups, including, the, Ch including <laughs> the Chinese. Um, so, yeah, I'm feeling pretty confident for the voting to come in. You wait for the Germans. They're going to back me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Deutschland, Deutschland, über alles viel of killing bears. All, 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 the, all the kids, all the people named Hitler are going to vote for, for, the, for you and the bears to go yeah. on board. And everybody else is going to vote for the bears to come on board with me to Earth 2.0. I've got 140 guaranteed votes, plus whatever the population of Germany is. Quite a few. 
I can't even find how many children are named Churchill. So clearly there can't be many. I have spent the past half an hour trying to work this out. Really? Okay. It, it, I, it was first Google search result for Hitler. It, they, they had a really nice number for me, but Churchill clearly didn't leave any mark on the world. The reason, so. the reason, the reason for that is because the Hitler one was so ridiculous that there were such a few amount of people, whereas to go around trying to count the number of Churchills is going to be ridiculous. You know, it's too resource intensive. Because here we go, baby names. Winston is the 519th most popular baby name in 2022. That's like up there. But, but Winston is quite a common name anyway. I've, I've got to say. Well, I'm sure Adolf was as well. In Germany? Yeah. yeah. But but Winston's got a, a wider reach, so it's, it's, it's not a fair sample set. You have to clean your data first before making the comparison. Mm. I think Churchill versus Hitler, that's quite fair. No, I'll accept those results. No, because they're, they're surnames. You don't name your kids surnames. But, yes, of course you can. Both, both Churchill and Hitler are valid first names. So you've just alienated everyone in our audience who's called Churchill or Hitler. Hi, you've just lost another about 10 votes from people called Churchill as well. <laughs> Look at that, Winston. Uh, 677 Winstons in England alone in 2020. 18 dogs, 28 cats. 18 dogs, 28 cats. Well, there you go. You have the support of all the domestic Winstons out there, who I'm sure are going to be backing you up every step of the way. And we now have a valid way to test how many people are called Churchill. Mm -hmm. We'll add that to the population of Germany and the 142 uh, Hitlers I have voting for me. And however more votes than that I get will be our answer. So we can finally answer the age-old question, Hitler versus Churchill, who wins? <laughs> and on a less important note, we can work out whether bears deserve to make it on the Ark. Any closing statements you'd like to make, Saf? Hmm, well, the, the final point is just a celebration of the bear as an exemplary animal. So bears are extraordinarily intelligent animals. They have far superior navigation skills to humans, excellent memories, large brain to body ratio, and use tools in various contexts from play to hunting. They are very much at the forefront animals. And they are too freaking um, awesome 
to be left behind with their power, their strength, and their love. Uh, we need to bring Aww. them on board. <laughs> we need to bring them on board the Ark. Baloo the bear, bear, Paddington bear. The murderer. And Bodge Toch, the Polish war criminal. War, war hero. And Putin. I'm sure there's bear somewhere called Putin. <laughs> I can rival your 27 cats called Churchill. And I mean, do you know what all those traits you just listed mean? Intelligence, navigational, tracking skills, strong sense of smell, strategic advantages. I mean, these are all the traits which make for a master serial killer, as Jurassic Park has shown. So we have our next Velociraptor here lining up to get on the Ark. I mean, I've talked about encephalization quotients, one of the brilliant long words you can shove into conversations to make yourself sound smarter. Remember that one. Encephalization quotient is the brain to body ratio. So the dinosaurs did quite well. Velociraptors, brilliant, high encephalization quotients. What happened? They ate all the humans in the very realistic, based on a true story, recount of Jurassic Park. To whom we now owe most of the royalties for this podcast <laughs> since we put it up at least seven times each episode, but it never loses its significance. There you go. Let us know what you think. Are bears serial killers or children's lovely companions? bedside allies were they on the right side of the war was churchill or hitler the real vi villain who should have won who won in the baby naming contest is your name churchill we want to know <laughs> let us know at new Ark hives and join us next week when we will be discussing another animal which is um it's, it's got to be oh this is difficult really difficult yeah. I, We've I done think a it's lot got to animals. be we have done a lot of animals and i gave you a strong beration for not being able to think of wolves very fast so i'm feeling the pressure here but which is going to be chameleons. Chameleons, the bane of all existence, almost as good as camouflaging as polar bears holding a paw up to their nose. Join us then. Ciao. Ciao. See you then. <laughs>